We're back for episode number two of Chat BTV. I'm Mark Johnson. I'm Stella Rose Johnson. And we are sitting here in beautiful North Hero, Vermont, looking on the lake, kind of muggy today. It is the 9th of July, Sunday, kind of noontime-ish, and a nice day so far. Beautiful day. It's also a special day for you and Miss Lauren Glenn. What what would that be? We have a wedding anniversary. Oh yes, that's true. Twenty <laughs> twenty four years your mother has has put up with me and was nice enough to make pancakes this morning. It's the first time we've had those in a while. It must be because you're home. Yes. And why are you home? You know, I miss the family, miss the vibes, love to visit. Um, can't go wrong with a little lake weekend and love to celebrate love. You've been gone a week. No, I've been gone a month, King. A month. Oh. It feels like you've only been gone a week. I guess that's a good sign. Yes. Yes. Time is very fake to me, personally. All right. Let's talk um, first impressions of your new digs, Washington, D.C., your new your new quote-unquote home. I love it. Um, it's been very hot, but can't really complain because it's kind of hot everywhere. People are very lovely. The house that we have is feeling like a home now that my two other roommates have moved in and we've decorated kind of getting our feet on the ground, day-to-day schedule. Um, No complaints. It's a beautiful city. There's a lot to do. Free museums, scootering around, walking around. Describe the apartment. Um, So we have a townhome and a nice neighborhood, which everyone has their own room. We have a pretty long hallway, pretty open kitchen, which is nice because we all like to cook, and you can kind of all be in there at the same time without being in each other's space recently acquired a dining room table which is huge so we're not sitting on the couch or the living room floor um better for your digestion better for the digestion yep yep yeah we have a porch um one of my roommates has a porch outside of her room and then we have a porch just connected to the kitchen so that's been lovely to sit outside and you know just hang out talk have a morning coffee out there um have an evening glass of wine out there whatever your heart desires but it's lovely. It's, you know, getting a bang for your buck. And we're like a 10-minute walk away from some of our friends, which is also very nice. And where in D.C. are you located? In Noma, which is very up and coming. It's The neighborhood we're in has definitely been around for a while. Like, it's a lot of families, um, more of like a community-based. And then if you walk a couple blocks away, closer to where I work, and just like the more central area of Noma, it's a lot of new apartment buildings. Like, where Lark lives is a newer building. So kind of have an array like some of your our friends are in houses some of them are in apartments and pretty vast like I don't know it's very it's different but I like it I like to be in a home and it's near the capital yeah we're like f- uh, five block where I think we're five blocks away from Capitol Hill like a couple of wow yeah a couple of metro stops wow and Lark is one of your Waldorf friends mm-hmm. I've known Lark since I was seven she also moves recently moved to dc and she um we work at the same sushi restaurant so that's fun we're gonna get to the work in a moment um the roomies remind people who your roomies are sure i live with brenna green who also went to skidmore she was a year older and then anisa who i lived with senior year um so yeah we have a little skidmore community skidmore to dc pipeline but they're lovely great housemates everyone you know organized on top of their game we help each other out you know everyone's locking the doors Anissa um one of your nice friends who called me on my birthday got a text from 
Avery, heard from Annie Bedell, heard from a number of your very cool friends. Yeah, no, we have a fan base of people that love Mark Johnson, so <laughs> you were getting all the love, all the love, yeah. All right, so let's talk about the job. I think when we last left off in episode one, you had an interview set up, so obviously that worked out. Describe the restaurant, what's your job? What are you doing? How much money are you making? <laughs> um, so I work at Oku, which is a sushi restaurant in Noma, and I'm currently hostessing. Um, and well, the minimum wage in DC is like 17, and we recently just got a 10 cent raise, so that was huge. But um, it's very fun. I work usually five, four thirty-five to 10 at night, and all of my coworkers are very fun, lovely people. I've you know been learning a lot. Um, just about like the community there and getting good advice as a new resident of DC. But yeah, you know, you meet a lot of interesting people as a hostess when you're the first person that people see when they enter the restaurant. So majority good, you know, silly, goofy times, but there's definitely been some instances where I'm like, oh, this is the restaurant industry. And um, yeah, you just got to keep it real. But it's very nice the the environment of the restaurant, the bottom floor is, um, it's pretty dark. Like the lighting is darker and there's a bar and some high tops and some booths. And like, you can sit at the sushi bar and watch them work their magic, which is really fun. And then upstairs, there's more lighting also like a smaller bar and some booths. And then we actually have a rooftop patio, but it's been closed a lot because it's been raining a lot and it's not covered. So you kind of get two different vibes in the same restaurant which is nice because you can accommodate what different people want 17 an hour is pretty good yeah i like that that's what you got out of everything i just said 17 an hour is good yes plus some tips so can't complain well and also free sushi yes that's true we do have a little family meal before we start work and then um we get discounted food after if you want to order so yeah, my first day, though, uh, when I was training, they sat me down and had me try basically as much as I my stomach could handle on the menu. Um, I was paired with a server, and so he basically was like, what do you like? And I said, I like salmon. And then I had about five different dishes of salmon and an array of many other things, but it was so good. That it was, it's very, very good sushi. So that's your favorite, the sushi? Yeah, it's my favorite food. So what do they, what do they do? Is it just raw sashimi, or is it a cooked meal? What what is it? It's kind of everything. There's sushi rolls. There's sashimi. They have something called um, omakase, which is like the chef kind of decide. You pay a certain amount, and the chef just brings you out a bunch of different dishes, and I think it changes pretty much every week or like nightly. Um, so it's not like, oh, I really liked it last time. I'm going to get the exact same thing. It's just like the chef specialty of that day or a week. Um, and then there's some steaks and there's um, some shrimp and there's like hot plates and then raw fish rolls, desserts. So there's a lot. The menu is it's it's a big menu, but it's all very good things. All right, so you were alluding earlier to the fact there might be some um, higher maintenance customers shall we say what, what were you referring to there oh just people I think sometimes don't want to wait for a table you know even if it's like a 20 minute wait which so fair if you're hungry and you can walk in and smell 
all the food that is in the restaurant, I, I too would just want to sit down and eat. But um, yeah, I think some people just are not as patient. And then there's some people that are very accommodating. So just kind of depends on who you're working with. Well, if I slip you a 20, do I move a little further up in the line? No, no, you do not move further up in the line. Um, yeah, no, we have a waitlist system. So you get a text when your table is ready. Were you told to not do that? No, I just, I just know I shouldn't do that. Okay. All right. Well, because, you know, really in the old days, that was one of the things that people did. Yeah, so I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't do that. So you haven't gotten sick of the sushi yet? No, I mean, I've had it a couple times. Um, I've gone for happy hour with my friends because it's pretty well discounted and it's fun to go for happy hour. But I haven't eaten there that much since like actually working there just because it's, I don't know, by like 10 p.m. I usually just go home and make some noodles or eat with my roommates. Um, But the pre-shift meals are really nice. Like one of the cooks just makes a bunch of food or they order food. It kind of depends on... I think what the chef wants to do, but um, nice to just kind of spend some time with everyone before the busy night begins. All right, here's the the dad question. You know what I'm going to ask you? Uh, how 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 are you feeling about how safe it is living in Washington? Um, I feel like it is safe for the most part. I know that honestly, in any city you go to, there's definitely some risks, especially being like a young adult woman at nighttime, you want to be very cautious. Um, yeah, I tend to not walk by myself, especially past like 10, 9 or 10, once it gets dark. The scooters are really helpful because you can just get to where you're going a lot faster. And, you know, people can't really be running you down because the scooters actually go really fast. Um but yeah, I, you know, we have like a bit of a buddy system. So if I'm walking home from work, one of my coworkers also lives nearby. So we'll walk together or Uber together. Um, but overall, like everyone's kind of looking out for each other. I found I haven't had any instances where I'm like, oh, you know, if anything, I felt a little bit more unsafe in Burlington. So I think it's interesting just the different dynamics in different cities. But yeah, it feels safe for the most part. Well, as we know, we'll get into this in a future episode. Burlington is definitely changing. So, um, But what do you mean by the scooters? Tell people what you meant by that. So there's electric scooters kind of everywhere. There's Lime scooters. Um, trying to remember the other names. There's a bunch of brands that have electric scooters and bikes, but basically they're parked in a bike rack or just on the sidewalk, depending on <laughs> who leaves them where. Like mom was saying, they can just be left in the middle of the road, which is a little inconvenient, but, you know, teach their own. Um, and you have an app, you activate your ride, and then you get to your location, take a picture that the scooter is safe and in place, and then go on your way. No car down there. Yeah, I do not have a car down there, which has been nice because the driving when in an Uber or when in a friend's car, it's definitely a very stressful environment to be driving in coming from Burlington, Vermont. And you just popped home for a few days here. How easy was that? Very easy. The flight is touch and go. It's like an hour flight, getting to the airport, easy, go through security, checked in, you know, all the things. Um, It's definitely probably more efficient than taking the train or driving just time-wise if you're only home for a weekend but 
definitely a little expensive. I will say it'd be nice if flights wanted to not be so expensive. All right. Now, this is called in the in the industry a great segue, but you haven't just been traveling via airplane. You also have been doing some driving. Where'd you go? I went to Ohio with one of my friends, Brooke, who brought me to the Taylor Swift concert, which was phenomenal. So yeah, I had a little road trip last week, which was fun after not being in a car for about a month. Loved to drive. I did drive most of the way, which I was happy to do because hadn't been behind the wheel in a minute. But yeah, we went, um, visited with her family and met some of her friends from home and drove to Cincinnati to see Taylor Swift. So Brooke had gotten these tickets a long time ago. Mm -hmm. She got these tickets, I want to say, in December or January on pre-sale. So they were they they were being held on to for about six months. And just, I think I heard this right. So this is near where Brooke lives. Um, it's about a three and a half hour drive. Oh. Yeah, she's in Cleveland and we drove through Columbus to pick someone up and then we drove to Cincinnati. So it was... We drove from Washington to Cleveland, which was about six hours, and then the next day we drove three and a half, and then the next day we drove three and a half. So it was a lot of driving time. But broken up a little bit, so that's, and you're with your friends. Exactly, yeah. You know, just listening to music, getting ready for the concert, having good chats, you know, catching up with people, meeting new people. Um, Yeah, I will say all the driving went by pretty quickly. We didn't hit any super bad traffic or anything like that um so yeah it was good it was smooth did did you listen to taylor swift the whole way the majority of the way yes we did we did okay now how big a fan are you of um of ts i'm a pretty big fan i feel like growing up i would listen to her music a lot because it was being played and just like i don't know when you're growing up taylor swift is just an essential artist that is on the radio um and then over time She's released a few albums that I've listened to here and there, but it's not like the album comes out and immediately I'm listening to. Although I will say she has released Taylor's version of previous albums where now she's actually like the money is going to her, which is good. It's always listen to Taylor's version. Also, it's, you know, it's cool to listen to a re-recorded album, but I do enjoy Taylor Swift. Um, she's very talented she's a great songwriter there's a lot of stories being told within each album and each song and I think listening to it when I was 12 versus 23 you definitely have a new perspective on things as most music and most musicians you know they're growing up too and you're kind of hearing about their life or seeing what's going on through lyrics um so yeah it was beautiful to be able to see live and all the set changes, the outfit changes. It was a three-hour concert, and she was just very go, go, go. Didn't seem to be tuckered out or anything. Um, I don't know how musicians, when they're on tour, basically every night don't lose their voices or you know get sick, but it's very impressive. Yeah, I, I was singing karaoke with Anissa one night, and next day I woke up and I could have sworn I had COVID. Exactly, like when I was they're singing my heart out the next day I could barely speak and I was I was confused how Taylor was gonna go another couple nights in a row but she's um she is she's truly an artist and a performer so it was blessing to see and to experience that with one of my best friends too who we had been in anticipation of it for months and months it was beautiful to um see it all unfold
And what was the venue? Inside, outside? It was outside. It was in a stadium. Um, it was supposed to rain. It did start raining a little bit, which she's done rain shows in the past and just powered through. And I don't, again, know how the instruments don't get messed up or anything, but um, it started drizzling for a little bit, which I think people really like because it was so hot and then that stopped. But um, yeah, I don't, I think it was called Paycor, Payless Stadium. I don't remember the exact name, but. Yeah, I've I've heard of Payless Studio. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, um, so you said she did 44 songs. That that sounds like a lot to me. Mm -hmm. Yes, 44 songs, three hours. She did start an hour early because it was supposed to rain. So that we were done by 1030. But I mean, it goes by in the blink of an eye. It's like you're there and then you feel like you've been there for maybe 20 minutes, but it's been three hours. But then at the same time, you've just experienced so many different eras, literally, because it's all of her different albums. <laughs> so it's um, it's kind of a monumental experience. And I love a concert, you know, love to sing and dance. And someone proposed in front of us. Um, there's a song called Love Story and the lyrics are like he got down and pulled out a ring and said marry me Juliet and I think it's very classic that people propose during that song but it's right in front of us her parents were there um right next to us which was really that was cool to see everyone interacting with them I'm trying to think of anything when you say her parents you mean the person getting married Taylor Swift's parents oh yeah Taylor Swift's parents were right next to us and her aunt and um there's like a little VIP tent where essentially the people I think she probably invites each night whether it's like a friend family the tent was set up right next to where our row was so that was pretty cool wow I mean that that you you hadn't mentioned that before that you know bury the lead yeah, bury the lead Taylor Swift's mom I waved yeah and I'm betting that they're probably younger than your parents I don't know how old they are to be honest I have I don't know their ages maybe all right, now I think I could probably name one or two Taylor Swift songs. There's that never, never, never one, right? Oh, I got we are never getting back together. Yeah, yeah, that's that might be the actually <laughs> the only one I could name. So, what is the appeal of Taylor Swift? I mean, I think she's just an incredible songwriter, and people connect to the lyrics, and a lot of it is usually about love and the relationships. Like she has songs about. John Mayer, Taylor Lautner, her most recent um, partner Joe, Harry Styles. Like, there's she's she's been in relationships that I think she has a lot to say, a lot to speak on, and then it's very easy for people to connect to. But again, I think people just maybe grew up listening to her, and then they grow up alongside her, and then, yeah. All right, we'll get back to love and relationships in a moment. So she, I, I, I guess I should have known this that she went out with John Mayer mm -hmm. the song Dear John is about John Mayer but she was 19 and he was about like 33 so it was yikes, yikes. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah that's a little bit of an age difference yes bit of an age gap not great looks <laughs> and she went out with Harry Styles too yes wow. okay. yep yep that, that's um I mean that just those two that's a that's a lifetime right there exactly exactly so people connect you know Great music, great music. Yeah. Is that the best show you've been to? Um, I think the One Direction concert we went to was 
up there to be which one the in copenhagen yeah yeah okay because we went to two yes the one in copenhagen was i think also because i was like my first big concert and i was with you and mom and you know i'd been waiting for years probably it felt like ages decades to see my five boyfriends live so um (laughs) it was very special but honestly I can't say I've really been to any bad concerts like I feel like musicians really put their heart and soul into the performing and they're trying to have everyone obviously enjoy themselves make it worth the price of a ticket so yeah but it was a it was a phenomenal concert like I mean when you're a performer you're a performer and sounding that good live and just being able to dance and move around so much too well i read i read or heard somewhere i can't remember now where she is on this huge tour that they said by the end of it that she will likely be a billionaire Mm -hmm. yeah she will be coming into money she's about to just she's about to do a europe leg too sophia is trying to get tickets for london Okay, Let, let's go back to the um, employment thing just for just for a minute. So you're you're doing this job. You're hostessing at this very nice uh, sushi restaurant. Um, what are we thinking in terms of sort of mid range of employment? What do you What do you mean? Well, I mean, is this um, is this something you're going to do for a while? Is this something you're going to do? until the fall what's sort of the short-term plan I guess I should have described it as um I think for right now it's definitely something I would like to stick with if I end up also doing more of a nine to five or an internship on top of that um it's definitely a job that I could do a couple days a week like a lot of my coworkers work two jobs and so I don't I mean it's it's a great place to go kind of like to end your day and see these lovely faces and hear stories and hang out um but I do think in probably the fall like winter maybe November December it'll be easier to at that point like start something else but for the summer it's a very good routine and I still have time to explore DC like go to a museum during the day go grocery shopping you know kind of start to settle in and feel like I'm really living there and then and you kind of wonder how anybody could have a full-time job and get all of that stuff, you know, the groceries, the tires change, get all that done, right? Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to time manage because it does take about an hour and a half to grocery shop when you're walking 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back, you're in the grocery store, you might run into a pal and have a conversation. So it's definitely, I feel very lucky with the five to 10 right now. I don't, I'm also just not the best morning person like it's nice for me to not have to wake up at 7 a.m and immediately have to turn my brain on and start doing something because when I was doing like an eight to five or an internship during the day I was very burned out quickly whereas I can kind of like mentally prepare throughout the day to be socializing and also have time like to myself at, at the home or go on a walk go hang out with Isaiah at his coffee shop. Like there's things that I can kind of do for myself. So I feel like now that I'm not in school, self-care is also very important. I mean, it always is, but it's definitely harder to balance in school and classes. And, you know, you kind of constantly want to be socializing because FOMO. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, I see people and it's great and it's fulfilling, but it's also okay to like be by myself for a couple hours and I'm not really sure where that time would fit in right now if I was working an 8 to 5. So, 9 to 5. FOMO? Fear of missing out. 
There you go. Okay. Um, what? How are you feeling about not being in school for really the first time in, I don't know, like 18 years? I can't say it's fully hit me yet. I do think in mid-August, September, when everyone's going back, I will have more it'll probably be more of like a, okay this is not something I'm ever doing again unless I go to grad school um also it'll be interesting because one of my roommates is going to grad school so she'll be a student and then I'll be kind of you know still hearing about a classroom setting or she'll be doing homework and so it'll exist around me but I won't be doing it but right now like I feel very good about the fact that I have graduated and I'm starting a new chapter because I do love to learn and you know I have feel like my my educational experience was very it was a blessing um but I just feel ready to kind of be you know making my own schedule doing things that I really want to do taking my education putting it forward like yeah just feels like a good spot to be in I don't feel again right now I don't feel like uneasy about it or like sad or I mean the only reason I feel sad is because there's people that I would I was always guaranteed to see in the fall for you know a couple months at a time that now it's definitely more um more effort being put in to visit friends but I will say a fair amount of people are moving to DC slash want to move to DC so that is um, now that you're here exactly exactly no um it's definitely a place where young people come and go and there's a lot of opportunities and I think just a lot of the interests that my friends have within their majors or just in general, they can connect in D.C. to do those things. And everyone loves a community. You know, it's nice to have a familiar face in a new environment. So I do hope to see them in the fall. And um, yeah. All right. Now, your two roommates, Anissa, obviously, I know. Um, I don't think I've ever met Brenna. So what what are their jobs? Are they working 90 hours a week what's going on with that so Brenna just moved in last week and she actually just applied to work at Trader Joe's for the summer because you get discounted groceries and it's a fun environment you can walk there from the house um she might also work at a coffee shop but she starts in the fall um she's doing I believe it's like psychology of law or like criminal law um she was a psych major at Skidmore she's a very very smart woman she's gonna excel and do great things but She'll be doing that, so she'll probably work part-time and then um, be in school. And then Anissa's doing political consulting at Rational 360, currently in a fellowship, but she will be getting hired um, in the next probably month or so. She'll be evaluated, which is very, very proud of her because she started, and within the week she started, was already excelling, and they were talking about offering her a job. Um, So, yeah. It's great to be surrounded by hardworking people. It it motivates you, and I feel like I learn a lot every day from them. So, yeah, we're all we're all working, you know, doing our thing, and um, yeah. Political three hundred and sixty. That's a great name. Do you have any idea what? what it's rational three hundred and sixty. Oh, sorry, rational. But she's doing political consulting. Yeah. And do you know what that means? Not really, to be honest. No. Does she talk about work when she comes home, or? Yeah, but it's mostly classified information. Like, it's not, like, there's information that I'm hearing, but then there's a lot that I, like, can't know. And so it's, like, nothing I can share on this podcast. So sorry, everybody. But, um, you know, I'll hear about, like, different clients or different projects that are being worked on. 
she just takes on a lot of projects and clients so I think she's learning a lot throughout the day and teaching herself things and talking to her employees um and our coworkers, and then also like in a lot of meetings and doing present like presentations proposals stuff like that so she she has busy days so there's a lot to be unpacked um it is very interesting but it, it's hard for my brain to retain all of the information because it's just so out of my realm of what I like know so yeah all right so we're not going to talk about her work with the CIA or or anything like that no just kidding um all right so uh and now we'll get to the part everybody really wants to know about any um any relationships we want to talk about perhaps <laughs> um no nothing nothing super serious at the moment um I think as I've moved to a new city it's important to find community and make friendships and continue to learn about myself in my early 20s um yeah there's can't say I'm doing any casual dating in DC or really trying to trying to find love there because I feel like my heart is very full just with the people that I know um you know not to say there aren't prospects but I think when the timing is right it will unfold the way it is supposed to and I'm just very content like being being alone to be honest like putting myself first and fully loving myself in the way that I deserve before I can really give that to another um so yeah just live in life I gotta give you credit because there I think are a number of people men and women who feel like they really need to be in a relationship all the time I'm sure you've got friends like that yeah I mean I think it's it's definitely nice to have a person that you can share moments good or bad with and um you know have your person and it's always nice to get a cuddle. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. But I do think that I am surrounded by people that are very, um, what's the word, like very independent. Even my friends that are in relationships, I see them having a very solid balance of time with their partner, time with themselves, time with their friends. And so I think also being around people that can do that, I'm not as like, oh, everyone's hanging out with their boyfriend or girlfriend all the time. Like maybe I should go find someone. It's kind of just like, you know, you can hang out with your friends and then at the end of the day, like, go see your person or just, you know, whatever their journey may hold. But yeah, I, I do think that's true. Like, there are a lot of people that would prefer to always be in a relationship. Um, I just think that I'm trying to have, you know, higher standards for myself of like who I'm really spending my time with and giving my energy to in that way. Um, yeah, especially just being out of college. Like, you're, there's a different level of effort that's put into starting and building relationships because you're not like a five minute walk away or in classes with them or, you know, doing club activities. It's like you're really, yeah, you're seeking it out in a different way. So, Well, and it's, a, you know, it's a different time, too. It was I was sort of reminded and really struck when your grandmom died, my mom. Um, and how, you know, they were married at 1920. I mean, wow. Yeah, definitely very different generationally, just the ages. I mean, also, it's, it is interesting. Like, there are people a couple years older than me that are starting to get engaged, and maybe they've been with that person since high school or not even, like, maybe two years. And I think sometimes when you know, you know, and you have to just see it through and – Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but 
I have two friends that are in DC who I went to college with. They were in the grade above me. Um, and Mira and Isaiah. And I will say like that is a relationship that I'm very grateful to be able to just witness and feel the love that they have for each other. And they have a very good balance of like they live with their friends, but they spend time together. Um, and I think that in the next year or so, like they might move in and who's to say like maybe in the next two to three, four years get engaged. Um, but they just went to a wedding uh, one of Isaiah's best friends and you know his friend is 22 23 so I think like when you're the same age as your friends getting married or in serious relationships it does hit you more you're like am I supposed to you know like am I am I doing the right thing but ultimately everyone is on their own path and I think when it works for you it works for you and yeah 23 way too young to get married just kidding I will not be getting married anytime soon don't worry um, so if you tell us about what you've seen in Washington beside work, your cool new place, where, where, have you been able to get out and see anything beside that? Yes. Um, we actually, for the summer solstice, the Smithsonian Museum had a late night um, gallery showing. So they were open until midnight. There was a DJ, there was some food, so you could wander around the museum for free um so we went to that when Brooke and Will visited which was very fun scooter around the National Mall which is very fun you know see the White House see all the sights on the scooter honestly feel like you're in a movie um we went to a Pat Metheny concert which was phenomenal because our friend Jeff got us tickets his Pat Metheny son we went to college with and um trying to think what else tried some restaurants but it's really nice just walking around the different neighborhoods that are nearby like I walked uh around Capitol Hill also when Brooke and Will were here we got some bagels and just the difference in like five blocks away from our house you feel obviously you're still like in the same place but it's just it's really cool to see the different environments in the different neighborhoods um walked around Navy Yard walked to the waterfront think we walked probably like five miles that one day that we um before the concert but yeah I feel like I've seen a lot in a short amount of time which is nice because it is very accessible to get around well and this the scooters I mean you mentioned now uh, the scooters a number of times that just sounds really great yeah lime sponsor me please yeah no it's a great way to get around and definitely cheaper than ubering and I mean the subway is great too it's it's like two dollars but Sometimes you want to be able to see the things you're passing by, and when you're underground, it's you're kind of like, what am I missing out? I should mention we've been to the Chinatown Gallery Place Metro stop a fair amount because the Regal Cinema is there. We went to see The Little Mermaid, and um, oh my gosh, what was the other movie? It's not important right now. Anyway, we have been there a lot, and that's a great spot. Um, got some really yummy dumplings. There's a Planet Fitness there, which I think is silly. But, um, yeah, just so many different neighborhoods to walk around in and see. You know, my friend Andrew here in Burlington works at Lime, so maybe I can see if I can, yeah, I can work at. Get me a Scooter King. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could work at a sponsorship. or yes. something. Maybe he could sponsor our podcast. Imagine if we were sponsored by Lime. That would be <laughs> that would be, so be great. Cool, and he could just pay us in free gift certificates yeah, or something. Exactly. Just a Lime subscription so I can just Lime anywhere for free. 
All right. Now you mentioned Brooke and Will a bunch of times. Um, Brooke, who is one of your and and well, the, your roommates from Skidmore, mm-hmm. uh, and Brooke's got some big stuff coming up. She does. She's going to grad school in the University of Edinburgh in Scotland in September, which is funny because my mom also went there, but my mom will also be in Scotland and see her the week she moves in. So that's nice. Yeah, very exciting things. You know, people going to grad school abroad, people starting nine to fives. We're really we're in the adult world now. And let's give a shout out to your mother who did the, what, 10, 11 hours to drive you down to Washington yes that was huge we did drive the the van um well I shouldn't say we mom drove the entire way but listened to some Justin Bieber you know unpacked about life saw the views we went the um no toll route so it did take us 12 hours but can't complain because we love quality time with mom and um yeah she's a road warrior she's a trooper and I won't be getting those envelopes with the tolls by mail like I was getting. Exactly. You really bought an easy pass for no reason though, King. Yeah. (laughs) I had to basically turn it back in. Um, All right. So you have, and you're going to go see Brooke. Is that the the plan? Yeah. Um, She'll be there for a year. So we're trying to figure out when the best time will be to go. Um, Obviously she'll be in school. So working around an academic calendar and, um, also like time off now that we're all working but I would love to go see her and um, maybe travel around a little bit if we're already out there so we'll see any other travel plans any other I mean I know you're talking about maybe coming home in September not not to see me but to see the dog yeah yeah the dog (laughs) well yeah I'll probably come home in September when mom is away to help with the dog obviously also to see you but Maybe, you know, see Miss Annie and Lily. And, um, yeah, I think it's nice to have plans in the future, things to look forward to, but not too many because then I think it'll be harder to fully settle into where I am. Um, but, yeah, the next couple of weeks are busy. We're, I'm going to the city next weekend to see Claire Dunn, and then I have a weekend where some people are coming to visit us that are thinking of moving. So we'll be hosting four people, including Forrest. And then um, there's a weekend, and then we go to California, and then we go to New York for another wedding. Um, and then there's two weeks, and then I might come home again. So it's really, <laughs> it's a whirlwind. Wow. You're, you're kind of packed. Yeah, a bit packed. But all good things. You know, it's, it's really, I feel very lucky to be able to see the people that I care about and um, still, like, work and settle in and just be in D.C., but it's nice to be in a place where people want to come visit you and there's a lot to do. And it's always, yeah, it's always fun to have pals visit in the summer. So bottom line, so far, so good. So far, so good. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Genuinely no complaints. Any negatives at all? No, (laughs) not one. Maybe the heat right now, but I can't really, I honestly can't complain because when I'm at work, I'm in AC and we have AC in the house and like all of our friends have AC. So if it's too hot, you just don't go outside for a couple hours and it's okay. Yeah. And it's been, it's been really hot back here too. So, um, I think it's the planet's on fire. Mm -hmm. It is, but yeah. What can you do, man? Anything else we should mention? Well, how are you doing? I feel like I've been doing all the talking. (laughs) Uh, Everything's great. Yeah. No, we were having, having a nice summer getting ready. As you mentioned, really, um, 
not a very long time from now, we're going to be heading out to California. My good friend Glenn from college, his daughter's one of his second daughter's getting married. Just spent weekend down in Cavendish with Jamie. That was really and Glenn, um, and that was really, really great to see those guys. And um, well, up in the air about the future. Don't know about the Champlain College thing. They'll let me know in a couple of weeks if that's going to work out. And so it's just been nice to be kind of chilling here by the lake. Yeah. You deserve it, man. You deserve it. We love a lake day. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. All right. Well, so um, and your friends Lily and Annie are coming up uh, tomorrow. Unfortunately, it looks like it's going to rain, but maybe we'll um, maybe we'll you know uh, corral them and convince them to. Do a little chat with us too. Yeah, that'd be great. Get them on the pod, and they are—they are my sunshine. So it's okay if it's raining because they bring so much light. Yeah, we could play some games. You know, get a little backgammon game going. Hang out. It's kind of nice when it rains here because it cools it down, and the sound of rain on the roof is very lovely. Yeah, like last night, it was really pounding. Yeah, there was a big thunderstorm, but it cooled it down so much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, any final thoughts? Um, shout out Mark Johnson for uh, being a great dad and shout out Lauren Glenn for being a great mother happy anniversary to my favorite people thank you everyone for listening can't believe how many people streamed the first one so let's run it back (laughs) and also Lime Scooter please sponsor us